welcome. It's another week of the Always 100 Podcast, live on Blog Talk Radio and blogtalkradio.com. Calling number is always there, 347-857-4368, 347-857-4368. This is just a huge week of games. I'm joined this week and every week by Cowboy fan extraordinaire, who's a little perturbed after last Sunday, who needs to get a big win in Detroit Sunday. Mob, how are you? Perturbed, just like you said. <laughs> and yes, we need a big win, but I'm anxious to uh, get through the show, watch uh, Pitt play tonight, and watch the Steelers play tonight. So let's have at it. Let's have at it indeed. Also on the line, Steeler fan. Well, well, Trevor, are you you on the Steelers now? Are we on again or off again with the Steelers? Where where, where are we at with them? Because they got a big game tonight. Hey, the Steelers had some help from Mr. Zebra last week, so we'll take it. Yep, we will take it indeed. Maybe maybe get help again tonight. Yeah, yeah, well, look, we're going to get right into it because – Pitt plays in an hour, and so does the Pittsburgh Steelers. Normally, it's an hour-and-a-half-long show. Not this week. We're going to get off here in about 57 minutes. So, uh, let's get right to it. Thursday night night football. Trevor, we're starting with you here. Thursday night in in the – not the Steel City, sorry. Thursday night in Believe Land, the Steelers getting three points. Host at the Cleveland Browns. James Conner is playing tonight. He's just he is active. He will get the start tonight. Uh, Jalen Samuels is in his backup role. So, uh, Uncle Trevor, knowing uh, what you know, uh, give us the breakdown and who's going to win this ball game tonight between the Steelers and the Browns. Uh, I mean, like I said, I don't have a lot of faith in my team. Well, Pittsburgh, you know, they won four in a row. Their, their offense is not really that good. Their offense struggled against the Rams on Sunday. They had a defensive touchdown, and they scored, what, 10 points on offense. And Cleveland has a good pass rush as well. James Conner's playing. I'm not sure how healthy he is. But I guess they don't have any other running back to put out there other than him. Quarterback, quarterback I think, might be tested tonight. Cleveland has a good pass rush. Miles Garrett, I, I'm worried about what's going to happen to Mason Rudolph tonight if he gets hit a few times. But you know, the, the big advantage Pittsburgh has tonight is coaching. Cleveland, I think, is just uncoached. I think they doing they do whatever they want out there. It is it is bad. So this team is better than three and six. And if they're undisciplined, if they, the, the plays they call don't make any sense. Have running nine plays at the five yard line and can't get a touchdown, but don't treat the field goal. Go for it again on the ninth play and still don't get it. This this guy should not have been promoted to head coach, and maybe he can um, help Pittsburgh out tonight. So we we need the help. But I think Cleveland has more talent. <laughs> Cleveland has more talent, but um, hopefully Cleveland's head coach can give us a hand tonight. Uh, all right. Well, Bob, pick it up. Uh, pick it up from there. We heard Uncle Trevor's uh, analysis. You pick it up from there. 
Well, I definitely think that Cleveland is an undisciplined team. So you just never know from week to week which team is going to show up. Now they are probably feeling good after last week. So maybe they'll, you know, come out and do okay, maybe. Um, I don't know. I, I just, For me, they're a coin toss kind of team. Uh, Pittsburgh is overachieving, but I still go back to I truly believe that Roethlisberger was holding back their progress. Like, you know, with some teams, how when they have a quote-unquote star player, they rely on that star player and they don't necessarily give – the rest of the team doesn't necessarily give their all in, as far as effort is concerned. I think that's sort of what was happening with Pittsburgh under Roethlisberger. Now they're having a chance to come from underneath his thumb or his shadow, and you're starting to see some of the players really showing some of their talents. Now, I mean, they're not great necessarily, but they're doing fairly well considering, you know, everyone thought this was a wasted season. So I think it's going to be an entertaining game. Uh, it'd be nice to see if Mika Fitzpatrick will continue – his prowess, you know, in the secondary. But uh, while Cleveland on paper probably has a better team, I think Pittsburgh will win the game. All right. Well, I I like both your points. Um, I'm going to pick up right there. Uh, Look, the Steelers have no, no business being anywhere near the playoffs with their talent. They just don't. I don't get it. Um, this line is weird, too. The, the Cleveland Browns are way, way better talent-wise than the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they're only getting three points. That's it. They're only three. That's all, that's all they're getting. Um, why is that? And, and truth be told, I really think the Steelers should be favored by one or two because – I don't, I don't get it with the Browns. Like, you should be way better than you are. But, yeah, you're undisciplined. Yeah, you have the world supply of penalty yards after every game. You have stupid coaching. You're, Freddie Kitchen should not be the coach. Everyone knows this. Uh, Baker Mayfield, as much as I like him, the guy just hasn't played very good this year. He, he really hasn't. He's leading the league in interceptions. He's got 12 or 13 interceptions this season. Very, very bad. Mika Fitzpatrick is going to be salivating at the mouth because he's going he because Baker Mayfield going to throw him one or two tonight. I got I got a feeling. Uh, the Steelers also are number three in the league in sacks, so they get after you. They get after the quarterback. They'll hit you in the mouth, and they have a really impressive defense. And I have to apologize because. I thought when they traded for Mika Fitzpatrick, I thought that was the stupidest thing that you could have possibly have done. But this guy is flying all over the place. I mean, the the guy's got four interceptions in in his last three games. I mean, he's been a very big difference maker for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I wasn't really expecting that to take place. So you got to give credit where credit is due. Offensively, Juju Smith-Schuster. We need you to show up at some point. Could you show up and do something? We would appreciate it. I mean, you're too good for this. Like, you just haven't had a good season. I understand you don't have Big Ben. But even when 
you did have Big Ben before he blew his arm out, you weren't go, you weren't doing much of anything with it. But I mean, I, 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 we're gonna need you to do something. Um, you know, James Conner, we got to figure out if he's healthy. I'm not really sure he will be. But you know, he's coming off a shoulder injury. James Conner's really good, but Mom, I'm not sure. If, was he this injury prone at Pitt? Was James Conner's injury prone? Uh, yeah, your he Panthers, has a few injuries. Know? Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. This is so. This is nothing new for him. But it's like, dude, you're a great player if you could stay healthy. But you can never ever stay healthy ever, not once. Like it, it's 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 embarrassing. Come on, like stay healthy at one time, and, and you'll probably be you'll probably be a pro bowler if you stay healthy like the entire year. But you can't. Um, but look, this game comes down to. Oh, and by the way. I think at the season end of the day, my coach of the year will have to be either John Gruden or Mike Tomlin. Um, not Harbaugh per se, because the Ravens are always in the mix. But Harbaugh's deserving too. But considering the fact that Mike Tomlin lost his Hall of Fame quarterback and a bunch of other people, and you're the number six spot in the in, in the AFC playoffs, is is just an unbelievable thing. It is just, it is an unbelievable feat to have to make that happen. Uh, the line is three. Bottom line, I got the Steelers plus three. I'm very confident about it. I don't care if they win 17-13. I, I, I could care less. But I got the Steelers. I don't trust the Browns. The Browns have done nothing my entire life, and that will continue in a big spot. I'll take the Pittsburgh Steelers plus three. Yeah, you went you – went. The entire life. <laughs> no, Mom, Mom, you realize the Cleveland Browns have not made the playoffs since I was four. The Browns have not made the playoffs since 2002. They haven't had a winning season since 2008. It is going to be 2020. Yes, the Browns have been an absolute trash franchise my entire living existence on this earth okay like and they were supposed to be good this year three and six well they believe they're hype that was the problem that's the problem and they're undisciplined and seemingly uncoachable so that's part of your issue but I mean, we'll it's, see. Just, it's just really, I mean, there's still time it's just for really, them to do to make a run they still have time to make a run I, at yeah. the end of the season so we'll see I mean, yeah, they'll probably win. They'll probably win about their seven, seven, eight games this year. I mean, nine and seven will probably get you the number six seed in the AFC. But yeah, you're. I mean, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, yeah, the two games against the Steelers looked like a win, looked like two two wins for the Browns, and then it's like, oh yeah, the Steelers have won four in a row. Whether you, whether Uncle Trevor thinks they got help from the Zebras or not, and they probably they probably did, but. You know, hey, you held the Rams to twelve points. I mean, that's, that's I mean, that that's an accomplishment with with Jared Goff and all the talent they have there last week. But my only reservation for the Steelers is, how what I like the quarterback's not very good. R- Rudolph's not very good. I'm sorry. Well, he's young like, though too. I, he's he's still young. I, I get it, but mom, he's just. It, you know, like he misses throws. Like he missed in the Monday night game, and I had him. 
had him on fantasy. I mean, he he was he was still throwing the ball. I mean, they, the Steelers were in control of that game. He hits one of those. I mean, he had Johnson running a fly pattern, running a nine route. The guy was open. He had two steps on a defender. The man overthrew him by ten yards. He had a. It was an eighty-five yard touchdown. The man overthrew him by ten yards. I mean, it's it's crazy, but. I'm not expecting much of Rudolph. Steelers offense will score just enough. I'll take the Steelers plus three. Uh, if you guys have anything else to add, Uncle Trevor, anything? Anything to add? This is your no. team here. Anything to add? No, I know what they are. That's why, you know, I, I know they're limited. I'm just waiting for the bottom to fall out. When it does, <laughs> I, won't be, I won't be shocked. But what? But what if it fall? What if the bottom falls after they make the playoffs and face the Texans on that Saturday, you know, Houston, ABC Saturday Houston game? Like, what? What if? What if, it, what if oh. they make the playoffs? No, it'll fall out in Foxborough, fifty to nothing. So, 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 oh, so, 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 they'll, so, they'll, so they'll make the playoffs. They'll beat the Texans, and then they'll. They'll, they'll just get boat raced again by the Patriots. Basically, if they get to the playoffs, that's definitely not a certainty or probable. Prob- it's not a certainty. I, not even well, likely. Because the Steelers got to, yeah, but the Steelers got to keep winning because because um, the Oakland Raiders are only a half game back of uh, Pittsburgh. I think I think the Steelers have the tiebreaker over. Oh, I, I don't know how it works, but I think the Steelers have the tiebreaker over the Oakland Raiders. I think uh, so because they, they're in the playoffs. Um, but watch out for the Raiders. The, the five and four Raiders. Uncle Trevor got on here talking about it was going to be two and fourteen. We're, we're never going to let that go, especially if they make the playoffs. We're never going to let I that go. I got my excuse for that. I gave my excuse for that. I, 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 we understand that. My my ain't no whole. Yeah, my my ace in the hole was cut. They shouldn't have cut. Oh, uh, well, I understand. I well, well, yeah, but we have an excuse to remind you at every chance that you said yeah. the Raiders were going to be two and fourteen and absolutely horrible. Okay, and the Raiders yeah. are a half game out of first place in the AFC West. Yeah. Half game. I'm wrong. That's it. I'm wrong. It's bad. Yeah, so I mean, actually, I'm happy for I'm happy for Oakland. I can't believe the fans. Oh, yeah, I do. Like I, I like the Raiders. I like the Raiders. I mean, I, 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 just, I don't dislike the Raiders. I just saw a highlight tonight of Mitch Trubisky throwing five touchdowns against Pitt. I saw that oh. on the ESPN today. Say, there you, there he goes. There, <laughs> there he goes. But, no, no, but, but I there, saw there, it. There, oh, oh, uh oh. Well, because okay. Let, you won't let's have move five on. Close season for the Bears. What, what Bob? We'll, we'll call it audible, Bob. We'll call it audible. Because I'm, I'm, we're we're done with Thursday night. You two will give your picks at the end of the show. We'll, we'll get we'll get every every pick uh, before we go here. But a couple minutes on uh, Pitt and North Carolina because uh, that that's the game that's on tonight. You guys want to watch? Mom, starting with you. This is your alma mater. Talk to us. What's going to happen here? Pitt's got to get a big win if they want to have any shot in playing the ACC championship game. I assume, right? Okay, look, let's not go crazy. Do we really want a repeat of Pitt and Clemson from a couple years ago? No, we do not. No, no we do I, not. Actually, actually, we don't. But 
but literally anybody in the Atlantic against Clemson is going to be Clemson a lot, the other team less than a little. Yeah, I mean, Virginia is probably more poised to play Clemson than we are. I mean, we're like six and three. We're barely bowl eligible right now. So I don't think that we're going to go up against Clemson, but uh, it would be nice to beat North Carolina. But our, our offense sucks. I mean, let's just call it as it is. Kenny Pickett, you know, I don't like to talk about college players because, you know, they're basically your age and they're still growing and maturing and all that. But they make a big deal out of Pickett, and I don't see it. I really don't see it. Our offensive line is, is atrocious. We can't get a run game going. Pickett messes up a lot. He, he is mobile, so he will – run and, and try to pick up the first down on occasion, but it's just, you, you can't count on him. You don't know what you're going to get, and I wish he had just gone to Notre Dame like he wanted to do and just, you know, given us another opportunity for a different quarterback. Cause, and that, that offensive coordinator we have, too, he's abysmal as well. You know, I don't know where they dug him up from. Oh, that's right, he's a Steeler retread um, that they brought over to Pitt. So, you know, I don't know what's going on there, but our defense is the only saving grace that we have. Um, so, all in all, uh, I would not be surprised if we lost. I would love to win, but I I don't know. I haven't been following North Carolina to know what kind of team they have, but I suspect that um, Pitt's going to be in a, a world of trouble tonight. So, hope I'm wrong, but I expect Carolina to win. Well, Uncle uh, Trevor, pick it up from there. What do, you, what do you think? A couple words on that, on Pitt and uh, well, North Carolina. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the Steelers have revived their season, and they're playing at the same time. So most people in Pittsburgh are going to be home with the bar watching the Steelers. This might be one of the smallest crowds in, in college football history tonight in Pittsburgh. Mm. You might be able to hear, hear, your own, hear your own echo in there. So that's going to hurt Pitt. Ooh. Oh, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I mean, they might surprise me. You might get 20000 I might. They might surprise me. But um, anyway, well, no, nah, I mean, the Steelers, you know, they're playing at the same time. People are going to be more interested in the Steelers than Pitt. So, I mean, they're not going yeah, to be the game. Yeah, it's like a division rival. I hate it, rival. So, I mean, it's a fan. Yeah, game. no, that's, that's very true. That's very true. So, so yeah, very I, true. this was bad. They should play this game on, on Saturday. But, um, no, Kenny Pickett is not the problem. The problem is you can't run the ball. You can't run the ball at all. I don't know how. I mean, it's a miracle they win winning any game when you can't run the ball. You have to be able to run the ball even when you get ahead to control clock. If you can't, I mean, because, you know, you, you, they have, the running game is bad. The offensive line is bad. The running game is bad. They got no running back. So all of the, the mighty mites back there, they're small, and there's no holes to run to. That's your biggest problem. And also Narduzzi. I think he's sticking his nose in, when they play calling and making them more conservative. And I so, disagree I mean, there's, with there's, that. There is no sane reason why Pitt can't score in the second half like the last 11 games. They can't score a touchdown. Every team that's played against Pitt has a written that locker room adjusted and shut him down in the second half. I mean, that, that doesn't make any sense. So last week I watched Pitt. A little bit, second like half. They're running these same little short routes, and the defenses are not letting them get like they did the first half, and they don't adjust. So, and I think trying to throw short passes in the total clock, 
is a hallmark of a defensive-minded head coach. I think Narduzzi is putting his two cents in there. He's not letting off the coordinator do what he wants to do and be aggressive the entire game. There's no way you could be pretty dominant in the first half and do nothing in the second half, game after game after game. That that just that doesn't make that doesn't make sense at all. But um, as far as the game tonight, I mean the crowd is probably going to hurt. It won't be a, a big crowd. A big crowd might get them motivated. They'll be on national TV, but um, I haven't seen much of North Carolina. I mean, they, they probably could have beaten Clemson pretty easily, but they they lost some bad bad games. So I I don't know. It's hard to hard to say. Team with no offense, no running game. It's hard for them to win any game. Every game is going to be a struggle for Pitt because they can't run the ball. Hmm. So yeah. this is huh. – I, I haven't seen North Carolina make a pick. I don't know. I can't really make yeah. a, a pick on this one. I, 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 don't, I don't have – I'll be real quick about this. I don't, I don't have a pick. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, Bob, I'm sure you guys have my knowledge on Pitt. I, I don't have really much to talk about in this game. Uh, all, all I know is your quarter – the Apparently, for what I saw, I watched, I, I sat down and watched the pit game with Mom a couple, couple months ago at the beginning of the season against Virginia, and the quarterback was absolute garbage. He was terrible. Seriously, he he was not very good at all. Even for a college quarterback, he stuck. Uh, that doesn't give me a lot of confidence. Pitt can play defense, I guess. I don't I don't know North Carolina's quarterback or anything, but North Carolina took the number three ranked. Clemson Tigers to like uh, down down to a two point conversion if they had made it Clemson, Clemson would have lost at North Carolina earlier in the year so I mean I guess that's what they're capable of but that was at home I don't really know but hey all I think all I think is should be a fun game I I suppose Bob and I are going to be flipping back and forth between the Thursday night game and uh, the pick game but. I think all I can tell you is probably a low-scoring game. I, I don't even know the spread because we did this on the fly here. But should be an inter- interesting game. But who cares? Whoever wins that division is going to lose to Clemson 65-13 anyway. So who really cares, like, at this point? I mean, it's going to be a Clemson home game in Charlotte. So, um, you know, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see. All right. Let's keep going. And let's go on to the next uh, game here as my computer's just decided to restart on us, guys. So I'm not sure how much time is left. We're about 25 minutes in, and the computer just restarted on me. So uh, the the perks of live radio, live on the Always 100 (laughs) podcast, live on uh, an HP reboot screen and blog talk radio and blogtalkradio.com. So, We'll we'll see how that goes. Damn thing, damn thing just restarted on me. I I I didn't touch anything. Is it, do, is it doing your but, updates or something? No, it's a it's it had a had a it had a frowny face on about yeah the PC ran into a problem and needs to restart. Oh okay. Uh oh, I, I don't I don't know I don't know. But this is the perks of live radio, and we're gonna keep trooping because we got three of the biggest games on the slate to talk about. And we're going to start with the Houston Texans and the Baltimore Ravens. And the reason why we're going to start with that is 
We're going to need a lot of time for New England and uh, Philadelphia and Dallas and Detroit. So we're going to start with Mav. Houston at Baltimore. Baltimore is getting a four, getting four points at home. The game is at one o'clock on CBS. It should be a fantastic game. You take it away from there. Wow, that's going to be an exciting game. Uh, I guess I will. Uh, I don't think I'll be watching that because I'll be on Red Zone <laughs> trying to get the Dallas updates. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to see which quarterback you know, performs better, you know, Deshaun Watson uh, or Lamar Jackson. So in my mind, I'm thinking it's Deshaun, but Lamar has been just, he's doing it. He's, he's putting together a really nice season. So I don't know. I need to pump the brakes a little bit and I need to really rethink this. Uh, Baltimore is really pretty much running on all cylinders right now. So uh, they're at home, so with all that said, I think Lamar Jackson and the Ravens have the upper hand, and I think they're going to pull it out this week. So you think you think Lamar's going to you think Lamar's going to pull it out, or Deshaun? Sorry, Lamar. I think Lamar's going to pull it out. Uh, yeah, I mean, the one the one thing about Deshaun Watson though is he's he will throw some inexplicable interceptions. Um, he'll make some kind of crazy play that puts Houston, you know, behind the eight ball a little bit. Uh, so I, I don't know. And I, but I do think that the home crowd of Baltimore is going to be what really ultimately catapults uh, the Ravens into winning the game. All right. Uncle Trevor, take it from there. Uh, I, I like Baltimore's coaching in this, in this matchup. I don't know about O'Brien, but, but Baltimore is probably not going to beat themselves. They're going to run that basic read option with, with Jackson. And I'm not sure about Houston's defense. Eh, I mean, Houston, I guess, can keep it close with Deshaun Watson. I mean, they have pretty good talent on the outside. But um, I, just, I, I think Baltimore is just going to – I think Baltimore is going to run the ball on them. We're going to probably get 120 yards rushing on them, and that's going to be the game right there. They're going to control the clock. They'll probably get some sacks on Watson, and they'll probably they'll probably win maybe by maybe by a touchdown. Mm. But I hope okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all y'all make some compelling points. Uh, so I for me, I think it's going to be a really cool matchup. Um, Deshaun and Lamar, really similar or something. Lamar, to me, is just a right-handed Michael Vick, except taller. Um, what Lamar's doing is simply unbelievable. I mean, I understand last week he played the Cincinnati Bengals. And when you play the Cincinnati Bengals, you have to really disqualify that game because the Bengals are such an atrocity of a franchise right now. But they were an NFL team. And they and Lamar Jackson was making grown men look like little kids out here. I mean, that that spin move was as disgusting a spin move as you're ever going to see. I mean, three three back black black and white shirts right there, about three. I'm conservative. The, the three people were right there next to him, running right by him. He hit the B button on them dudes, and one of them fell into the other guy. Which fell into it was just. I mean, it was just dirty. He didn't have to do them. Yeah, that was awesome. Like that. that was a, 
Mom, he didn't have to do the man like that. You know he didn't have to do the man like that either. He was not right for that. You know he was wrong. To do to, to embarrass that man, that man ain't never gonna live. Them, oh. them three people ain't never gonna live that down. Because Lamar Jackson <laughs> just done embarrassed you on national TV in front of the whole damn world. That that was amazing. Now, I mean, they played the Bengals last week. I can't take anything from that. I mean, the Ravens defense is okay, I suppose. So I mean, Deshaun can get some get some points on them. Um, I, I just don't. I just don't know if I trust O'Brien like you guys are saying. I'm not sure if I trust O'Brien. I trust Deshaun Watson a heck of a lot. Deshaun's going to probably will these guys, and the, the Texans will probably cover the spread. They'll probably lose by three. Uh, the line's four right now. They'll lose by a field goal. It'll come down to the final two minutes because, let's be honest, most Deshaun Watson games come down to the final two minutes. So um, it's going to be very, very compelling. Very close. Probably after my playoff game, we're at Tonic or whatever bar. They'll, they'll have that game on. I'll be watching intently. Uh, this game is going to be awesome. I can't wait to watch. Uh, I might change my pick. I probably won't on this one. I'll take Baltimore minus the four, even though uh, before I, I thought I thought about taking the Texans a lot uh, during the week, but the way Lamar Jackson's doing things, man. I mean, that guy's just that guy's unstoppable, man. What he's doing, and it's it's cool to see. Honestly, he's he he's right up there with Russell Wilson and Mahomes for MVP, and it, and it's awesome to see. So, uh, that being said, I'll take Baltimore minus four. Uh, Mom, Trevor, anything to add on this game or what? Nope. 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 We're good. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, Mom. We're coming to you again because you, it's that time of the show, Mom. You know. You know what that time is, Mom. You know what that time is, right? You. You. You, you got. You got to talk. You got to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. You. You, you <laughs> got to talk about the Cowboys. Okay. The Cowboys, at, at least, uh, where I looked earlier today. It was Cowboys by three. Uh, you go start, and I'll go. I'll go ahead and go find the updated spread if I can um, on the score. But you go ahead. Talk about your Cowboys, Mom. It's it's, it's been a rough week for you there. Talk. Go, go ahead. I'm just so disgusted. <laughs> I don't even know what to say first uh, to your uncle Trevor earlier today and. He came across an article in reference to the horrendous coaching calls, especially with uh, Tavon Austin and that infamous fair catch at the end of the game. Uh, so apparently, according to the article, uh, Tavon Austin should have been given the opportunity to actually run back the ball. Uh, the rest of the team was told that um, they're setting up for a return. But actually, Austin was sort of told to do a fair catch. So that while the other uh, other parts of the team were setting up for a return, he does the fair catch. That's why there was so much room, and people were wondering, why didn't he run? Well, he thought he had to fair catch the ball. So G- Jason Garrett said that they did not get have a good um, uh, communication line with 
Austin to let him know he had the option of either running if he had an opportunity or actually doing a fair catch. So it just all goes back to what Trev's been saying all along, really, uh, this year about Jason Garrett just needed to be fired, like, instantly. And to me, if what happened uh, Sunday night was not a reason to fire him, I don't know what else is, because I I was just done after that. And before that, I was done because Ezekiel Elliott hadn't done anything all night you're trying to win the game with a touchdown. You give it to him not once, not twice, but three times, and you don't ever actually score seven points because they're trying to control how much time is left over when they score. But they forgot a big point. You got to score first before you can control the clock. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to take it down a notch. Take it down a notch. Um, no, you're no, making me relive this. No, 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 seriously. No, Bob, it's totally fine. Keep going. No, no, like, you've been holding this in the whole week. Like, believe me, I, I, I've I, gotten to witness this, but, like, it's totally okay. Like, please rant on how stupid that was because you had the game won. Your quarterback had the bleeping thing won, and, and your coaching was so stupid. Like, like don't don't let them off the hook for that. Like they they cost you a game that you you should well, be they probably your six and the three. They probably cost us going to the playoffs because what, what, I don't what, know what, if we're going to have enough to get you know the next four or five weeks you know getting wins off of those games because we've got Detroit, we've got the Patriots, we've got Buffalo, we've got the Eagles, we've got the Redskins, we've got somebody else in there. Uh, I the don't bear, know that we win all those games. The, the Bears, yeah. yeah. The Rams so are in I, there. But, I don't know if we win enough of those games to propel us into the playoffs because at the rate we're going, the only way we get in with our record is to win the NFC East. And that is no yes. longer guaranteed. That's, no, see, it's not. We were up. I mean, we, we had a nice little cushion. That cushion is gone. Okay. You know, you have Absolutely. to win those easy yeah. games. You have to live, win those close games when you have the opportunity. And we've been blowing those opportunities right and left. You know, we're yep. starting out slow. I don't know why. We can't seem to get it together. Then you want to, you know, I don't know if Dak likes to play from behind, if that gives us some kind of adrenaline rush and he does better. I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's the play calling. I don't know what it is. But, you know, we got to stop that coming out slow crap. Almost every time we've come off slow, we've lost. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's. What? Yeah, there's something to be said. And you talk about not making adjustments, like we talk about with Pitt in the second half, not right. making adjustments. Yeah. Our team doesn't do adjustments well either. We keep doing the yeah. same old crap. You know, possession after over possession. And over, I don't know yeah. if you remember this, but but Sunday night, I kept saying to you, "Will they please?" Stop giving Zeke the ball. It's a wasted down. Of course. Of course. Yeah, it's like, no, do no, you, something you else. That. You know, or, okay, if you want him to have the ball, fine. Maybe do a, a screen pass or, you know, play action, something, well, except for running. Yeah. Well, okay. well hold on. So take, they didn't take, even take, try take, that. Take a breath. So take, take a breath. Take, take a breath. Take a breath. We'll come back. Take a breath. 
come on, Uncle Trevor, get in here. Take, take. Let's relieve Mom a second. So, take, take, calm, calm down just a little bit. So, go ahead, Uncle Trevor. Go, go ahead, get in here. I mean, you know, Cowboys. I mean, it's not just the the, the final play of the coaching. I mean, their defense is the reason why you know they're no good. You know, Minnesota went up down the field on them whenever they felt like it. That, that's the right. that's a real problem still with them. And that's I'm not sure whoever is coaching the defense of his talent. I don't know who what's going on, but that's why they're bad. They have no defense. That's why the Jets beat them. Teams get ahead of them because they have no defense. And teams don't get ahead, they might play a little conservative. You might think the defense is getting better. Well, actually, they're trying to conserve their lead. The defense yeah. can't stop anybody. Aaron Rodgers, that running back, he had destroyed him. The Jets, a pitiful Jet. Right. Who yeah. Yeah. every week. They, they couldn't stop the Jets. I don't know how Dallas stopped the Eagles. I guess I, 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 don't, I, don't, I still haven't figured that one out yet. Neither of them all we want. They're not Kirk, the only Kirk one. Cousins. Remember, you, yeah, you, you and I had the Eagles both that week. Yeah. You and I both had that the Eagles that week. And we, we could, we still couldn't. We still, I still can't figure that one out. But yeah, continue. But they hate their quarterback. That's probably what's going on. They, they still hate him. They, I mean, oh, boy. Oh, I'll get to that. I'll get to that next they week. Got, yep, we get to that. New England and Seattle. If they, if they lose both of those games, the bottom will fall out for the Eagles, too. And they'll be fighting each other in the Oh, bottom. I can't wait. But, I can't wait. But, <laughs> oh, but, um, I, I can't wait. Oh, I, I can't wait to get to that game. Keep going. I, oh, I can't wait to get to that game. But, so. um, yeah, that's the Cowboys' main problem is the defense. The offensive line is overrated. These people on TV, I haven't watched them in a long time, thank goodness. But they talk about running the ball, running the Offensive line can't create holes. It's not really – his fault. I think he might have lost a step, maybe Zeke, but there's no holes there. The teams are not going to let him beat beat you, and they're going to go after Dak and, and lay hits on Dak. You know, Dak's taking a lot of hits. I said that before. Mm-hmm. He did it for some yeah, yeah, he did. I he mean, Dallas just doesn't have Dallas needs to change the at coach, but they got him. They got to hire a good coach. But that's what they need. Right. They're not going to win with Jason Garrett. I still, I don't know what he does over there, really. But the defense, the defense is the main issue, and that, that's why they might lose this week. But you got a bad Man, defense. I, every every yeah. game, every game is in jeopardy. Detroit, Detroit yeah. is better than the Jets. Way better. The Jets oh, yeah. are way better than the Jets. Absolutely. So, yeah, they're way so. better. And the Jets beat them. Yeah, you. I'll, 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 I'll just pick it up right there. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just pick it up right there. I'll, I'll just get in here because I got a lot to say about the next game, but I'll be a little bit quicker on Dallas. Guys, okay, first of all, yes, Uncle Trevor, you're right. Uh, I do kind of watch the pundits, and I've kind of watched it with me on occasion, but it's like this, this narrative that it's a Zeke's team, it's just it's dumb. I'm sorry, it's not anymore. It, used, it was Zeke's team. In 2016, it was Zeke's team in 17. It was Zeke's team for the first half of 18. Okay? Ever since Dak Prescott found his newfound power stroke as far as throwing the football is concerned, this guy's been on fire. Okay? The guy's, like, what, second in the league in passing yards? Second or third, at least. He's in the top three. The guy leads the league in QBR. And, look, he would be in the MVP discussion, if the Cowboys were 5-4. and four. But I got news for you. 
It ain't Dak Prescott's fault. At least not all the games aren't his fault. I mean, the the Packers game, the Packers game is his fault because he threw three interceptions, and that game was the Packers were dying to give that game to the Cowboys, and Dak Prescott did not take it. That's the one game where I can sit there and say, "Sir, that is your fault. That that is your fault." He threw three picks, and two of them were well. Two of them weren't his fault, but the one he threw in the second quarter, where the guy's sitting right in the zone, we're watching the mom and I are watching the play. Like, what the hell are you looking at? The guy, the thirty-nine, sitting in the zone where you're supposed to throw it at. Why are you? Why are you throwing it to him? You don't wear green, Dak. You don't wear green and yellow. You throw it to a green shirt. You wear white and blue. You throw it to the guy that was sitting in the zone. Like we saw, we all saw that. Why? Why? How did you not see that? Like that. That was that was just one bad game. I'm not putting the Saints game on him because it came down to a hail mary. And truth be told, Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb had had a touchdown right in his hands and dropped it. Jason Witten. I mean, we can go on and on about the Cowboys, but let's get back to this game. If Matthew Stafford doesn't play, the Lions don't have a chance. They just don't. I'm sorry. They can't run the ball. Carry on Johnson's out. Todd Johnson isn't very good. But I'll tell you, he is pretty good. Kenny Galladay's pretty good. Marvin Jones Jr. is pretty good. I'll tell you that much. The Lions' defense ain't no pushover either. They're, they're not great, but they're not, they're not some pushover team where you can just – they're not Kansas City. Kansas City's defense is horrible. They can't stop anybody, Okay. Like the Lions can actually get get some pressure on the quarterback, you know. They're they're not they're not great, but I truth truth be told, I honestly think the Lions are probably better than they're they're, pro, they're probably better than the three five and one record. But excuse me, the Dallas Cowboys must win this game. I don't give a damn if Jeff Jeff Driscoll's the quarterback. I don't care if. Matt, Matt Stafford's the quarterback. Hell, I don't care if they bring Scott Mitchell out the stands at Ford Field, and he's the quarterback. The, the Cowboys got to win this game. Bottom line, because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go to the next game here because it's the Patriots and the Eagles. But the this is the week you you can get your game lead back, and you already have the tiebreaker. Okay, like nine and seven or ten and six is winning the NFC East. And it might actually it might be eight and eight because who knows who who knows the Eagles because because you know we're going to talk about the Patriots and the Eagles but hey if the Patriots don't do it Seattle sure might Seattle might put foots in them because Russell Wilson what Russell Wilson's doing is unbelievable but we'll get to that we'll get to that uh, next week Seahawks and Eagles next week but. Uh, the Cowboys must win this game. Um, there is no other option. You, you can't mess around. If Zeke's going to show up, he better snap out of it at some point because, you know, that, like this is, this is a recurring thing for you as a Cowboys fan. How many times over the last decade and a half between Tony Romo and Dak Prescott, I mean, have, have wasted quarterback quarterbacking performances been wasted because of dumb coaching calls? Like, you, you can think about that while we talk about the Patriots and the Eagles. 
Okay. Oh, let me just say one quick thing. Yeah, yeah, one quick thing. Yeah. Go ahead. Yep. Okay, so it's not just the coaching. We also have the ref. And this week for Dallas and Detroit, the ref is Tony Corrente. Okay, continue. Uh-oh. T- Tony from the mob calling your game. Oh, and by the way, I didn't get the point spread. Uh, I had on my paper Dallas minus three earlier at about uh, – about noon when I did this, it was Dallas minus three where I looked at. Now, uh, according to Fox, I'm on FoxSports.com. According to Fox, but the spread is four and a half. Over-under is 48 and a half. Uh, Westgate's got Dallas minus three. Uh, they, they got minus three. Um, and then um, DraftKings has got Dallas minus five. So, and then MGM's got three and a half. So, you, you got... You got your pick of the winner. Fox Bet's got minus four and a half. So uh, that that's the one I'll use. That or uh, Westgate. So uh, since I have minus three here, I'll go with the Westgate. So three, uh, three on the low end, five on the high end. But um, Matthew, the Matthew Stafford availability, though, is a big deal because the Lions have a way better shot with Stafford than Jeff Driscoll. That guy was not very good, and I was so glad that I picked the Bears at the very last minute before I walked out that door for my game. Before I walked out the door, I said, yeah, Matthew Stafford's not playing. I'm picking, I'm picking Chicago. And for the first time, Trubisky actually did something right for a change and won a game. So, But here we go. Uh, we're going to take a break to quickly tell you this is the Always 100 podcast. Uh, we're doing the game preview segment, just three games this week. Uh, Pitt's coming on in about 13 minutes, leading you up to Thursday night football in Cleveland, the Steelers, and the Browns. But we have one more game to talk about, and I'm starting here. And just, guys, I'm sorry. Disclaimer, there might be four-letter words. There might be four-letter words in this, this analysis, okay? I'm very bitter. I am very jaded because I have to relive one of the worst sporting games, sporting nights I've ever been a part of. Super Bowl 52, Patriots, Eagles. The Eagles and the Patriots played this Sunday in Philadelphia, 425 on CBS. The Patriots are favored by three and a half. Thinking about this game this week um, just reminded me of Super Bowl 52. The Patriots were the number one team of the AFC, both raced through the AFC playoffs on their way, beat the Steelers that year, I believe, beat the Steelers 36-17 to in the AFC championship game that year. The Eagles, number one team of the NFC, Carson Wentz gets hurt. I mean, we, I mean, they, they had a guy, they, they, the guy's a Super Bowl champion. The guy can't even make it out of damn December, okay? That Super Bowl hurt my soul. It still hurts my soul. I have not watched the replay. Mom, can you vouch for me on that? I have not watched Super Bowl 52 again. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. And here's the reason why, good folks that are listening to this podcast, Bill, I, I lost all respect for Bill Belichick that night. Malcolm Butler was not on the field, and I was sitting. I'm in the kitchen right now. I was sitting 
in the chair closest to the railing over here. And I was pumped up. I was fired up. It's the Super Bowl, man. And I instantly got deflated because I was nervous anyway. It's the Super Bowl. The Patriots don't ever blow anybody out. It's never some easy game with the Patriots. But then to come to find out that Malcolm Butler was healthy, the guy just crying his eyes out during the national anthem, standing on the sideline. Belichick decided for some inexplicable reason not to play your best damn corner. I mean, who the hell does that? Where the hell do you see that at? I, I'm just curious. Where, who, who does that? Okay? Like, like that, that's the first problem. Okay, and then the, then I'm I'm listening to Undisputed today, and then they're talking Rob Parker and Shannon Sharp out here talking about how how Tom Brady Tom Brady lost the Super Bowl to the Eagles. Uncle Trevor and Mom, I want y'all to take a minute and think. Where have you seen somebody throw for 500 yards, three touchdowns in a championship game and lose? I I want you to think about that. While I while I break this down, while I continue to break this down, Tom Brady threw for 505 yards, three touchdowns, not one single interception, had a QPR in probably the set, like like in the 80s or something. I, I can't remember his QPR off the top of my head, but the guy threw for 500 yards, put up 33 points, had 638 yards of offense, and we lost. And we lost because our defense was about as atrocious as I've seen in a big game. I have never seen so many wide-open Eagles in my entire life. I've never seen it. I've never seen so many people wide open on both sides. I mean, I'm talking about five yards of separation. The nearest corner, the game was in Minneapolis. The nearest corner was in Sacramento. Okay? That's how wide open these people were. Okay, but it came down to the bottom line is the Eagles won the game and we handed the Eagles a world championship that they did not deserve to win because of bad coaching. Belichick's ego got in the way. And I and I and I had to listen to people talk about Tom Brady cost us the Super Bowl after throwing for 500 yards. Tom Brady earlier in the week said he he he, he hadn't gotten over it. I don't blame him. Hell, I haven't gotten over it, and I will go to the grave never getting over that game. I and I guarantee you that that's not hyperbole. I will. I don't care if I root for a different team. That team wins six Super Bowls, five Super Bowls, how many Super Bowls? I will never, ever, ever get over Super Bowl Fifty Two. It was the most distraught I've ever been, and Mom, you can vouch for me on that again. You are sitting right there next to me when. What what you when you do the replay when you you do your analysis I'm gonna shut up in a minute here but when you do your analysis you can vouch for me with everything I'm saying because you were sitting right there next to me the entire night I'm not making this up I went to bed and cried my eyes out it's the worst night ever Tom is gonna get his revenge he he has circled this the defense gonna gonna knock Carson Wentz around. I, they took a week off against Baltimore. This game has been circled because most of those guys that were on that Super Bowl team are on this team right now. They're going to come out. They're going to kick Philadelphia's ass. I'm kicking. I'm picking the, the Patriots minus three and a half. Mom, you go ahead because before I start saying bad words here. 
Well, I don't really have much to say. Uh, you know, something that I wouldn't think that I would normally do is root for the Patriots because I did not root for them in that Super Bowl that you just talked about. Uh, I felt really bad rooting for Philly knowing that your team was getting beat. But it, for me, it was the principle of the matter. I just did not want to see New England win another Super Bowl. Now, Sunday's a different story because I have a dog in the fight, meaning I need Philly to lose and lose often the rest of the season for Dallas to, you know, get propelled to the playoffs. So because of that, you know, I really don't care much about this game except for the outcome, which is that technically New England is the better team and therefore they should win the game. So that's all I have to say on, on this topic. Okay. Uh, so Trevor, you go ahead. Pick it up from there. Uh, I mean, the biggest difference, other than I told, I told you watching those morning shows was garbage television. You got upset <laughs> watching what is bottom of the barrel trash television. Um, yeah, can't do that's that. true. You're right. You're right. Well, yeah, and what they said was ridiculous. It, it really was of ridiculous. Course. Even I'm like, okay, come on now. And it's all scripted. They got on there, Shannon Sharp going to attack Brady and Skip Bell's going to defend him. That's all scripted every day. Rich and repeat. Skip Bell's going to defend right. him. going to attack LeBron James. Shannon Sharp's going to defend him. Every day, the same thing. Same, same routine. But anyway, um, Oh, yeah, Carson went, you know, it's not Nick Foles. If Nick Foles was there, then I definitely would say the Eagles going to win. And Carson went. Well, I would, too, actually. I would, too. Um, but keep on. This is, I mean, this is not as much, I don't think, a rematch. Because this game is never going to be as big as the Super Bowl. No, people are going to remember this game. People are going to remember this yeah. Super Bowl. People are never going to remember That's who won true. this game in the middle of 2019. Now, New England probably needs to win. I guess the only two games they had at Buffalo. So, you know, they have motivation. The Eagles have motivation. You know, they you know, stay in first place. Uh, I don't know. Carson went. I just don't know how to feel about him. That that's the, that's the I, next I know how to feel about him. I, I can tell you how to feel about him. <laughs> I, I can tell you how the Philly I'll, offensive I'll, I'll, I'll linemen feel about him, too. I'll be tempted to go to the Eagles if, if it's not just, I don't know what to expect, put the Sean Jacksons out. I mean, I'm not sure what kind of deep threat they have. I, I would, I mean, I would almost pick Philly to win. To me, they probably should be favorites. I think. Well, Eagles I think Alshon Jeffries some... out too, or at least questionable. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know. I didn't so, I mean, know that either. I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. The Eagles. <laughs> well, he's Eagles questionable. Can run the ball. Okay. Eagles can run the ball. Eagles. Eagles do have a couple of running backs that can, you know, strike fear in the defense. So this. This is a very close game. I mean, it's, it comes down to basically, can they hit Brady? If they can hit Brady yeah. consistently, yeah. they'll win. Because Brady, he's 42 years old, he can't take too many hits. Yeah, he's a statue. He was a statue at 27. I mean, he was a statue. Yeah, he, he was a statue. Yeah. Can't, can't take the contact Yeah, that, that's true. That, that's true. Um, but I'm, saying, I'm, I'm just saying that he, he, he was a statue even at 27, like he wasn't going anywhere before. I mean, at 42, well, he's definitely no. not going anywhere now. No, he wasn't. Hey. He could move when he was younger. He could definitely move. He wasn't. He wasn't slow. 
He did definitely yeah, run he was. No, he was. No, no, he was. Yeah. You can look at some old tapes back in the 2000s. Yeah. He, he can, he can run, he can scramble. He, he wasn't even that dunk. Bruce okay. Lesko, the guy he replaced. Now he was a statue. Yeah. Yeah. Move. Yeah. That's Brady. True. Yeah. Both Brady could move. Brady yeah. could move. But um. Hmm. But yeah. This, okay. I. I I would pick the Eagles. I just don't know what to expect from Went. I don't know. Yeah. He, I just don't know. I can't. I, he, he. I can't figure him out. Yeah. He's not consistent. Yeah. I, I, I. You know. I. I. It's. It's going to be a fun game. Yes. I. I will be watching. It's going to be. I, uh, oh, I, I'm going to be rooting so hard for the Patriots. Like, I, I, honestly, Bob, next week I won't be rooting as hard for the Patriots against Dallas. I, I'm just telling you now. Like, <laughs> because truth, truthfully, the way Dak Prescott is playing, the way our offense, our, we could lose. We could really lose this game, honestly. To be to be totally objective, um, and the reason being is our offense. Our offense is just not very good, guys. I keep trying to tell you this: the offense is not good. Okay, I just don't see it with the Patriots this year offensively. It's not, it's not happening. Okay, you got, you got a statue at quarterback. You got two running backs. One, one is an H back, one who can catch more than he can run, and one who we thought could run, but really can't. Or he can run, or is in Belichick's dog. I don't know what the hell happened to Sony Michelle, but he got to get it together. Hey, Quinn, Quinn, what's going on with him? Yeah, Quinn. We yeah. got less than two minutes. Yeah. We got to do our picks. Yes, uh, less than two minutes. All right, enough for me about that. Um, I had to vent. I still want to vent, but uh, I'm in 35 seconds. Let's go. 90 second fast break. It's t- it is time for pick 'em. Let's go here. Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Pittsburgh getting three points. I've got the Steelers plus three. Mom, who do you have? Pittsburgh. Uncle Trevor. Cleveland. Dallas, Detroit. Mom's picking Dallas. We understand that already. Uh, I'm not confident about that. I'm not confident about it. I'll take Dallas minus three. Uncle Trevor? Dallas. Dallas, okay. Jacksonville and the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know who the quarterback is right now. Uh, Nick Foles is coming back. I'll take the Jaguars plus three for now. Uh, Uncle Trevor? Indianapolis. Indianapolis, mom? Colts. Colts. Uh, I am one guy on a Buffalo in Miami. Give me the Buffalo Bills minus six. Mom? Miami. And Uncle Trevor? Buffalo. Buffalo. Uh, Denver and Minnesota. I'm picking the, the, the Minnesota Vikings. Sorry, I couldn't get it out. Minnesota minus ten and a half. Mom? Minnesota. Uncle Trevor? Minnesota. New Orleans and Tampa Bay. Mom, who do you have? Uh, New Orleans. Uncle Trevor? New Orleans. And I'll take a clean sweep there. Tampa Bay's a live underdog, but I'll take New Orleans. They need to get their acts together. Uh, For courtesy's sake, we have to pick the Jets and the Redskins. I don't care. The Redskins are favored. I'll just pick the Redskins. The Jets are a mess. I, I could care less about this game. Mom, who do you have? Jets. 
right, uh, Uncle Trevor. Washington. All right. Baltimore and Houston. Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Oh, actually, sorry, sorry, sorry. Missed one here. A- Atlanta and Carolina. Uh, Uncle Trevor, who do you have there? Carolina. Mom? Carolina. And make it a clean sweep, Carolina. Uh, now it's Houston and Baltimore. I'll take the Ravens minus four. Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Baltimore. Mom? Clean sweep. Clean sweep. Uh, I think we're going to have a clean sweep with San Francisco. I love Kyler Murray, but uh, I don't think he's going to pull it out in San Fran. I'll take the 49ers minus 11 and a half. Uncle Trevor, who do you have? San Francisco. Mom? 49ers. 49ers. Uh, Nobody's picking Cincinnati, right? We we don't have to even talk about that game, right? Nope. Well, who are nope. they playing? All right. Uh, Cincinnati Oakland. and Oakland. Cincinnati's playing. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Oakland. Yeah. Okay. Clean sweep on Oakland. Uh, lock and load the Patriots uh, just because I, I I just want revenge. I want blood. Give me the Patriots minus three and a half at Philadelphia. Mom? New England. Uncle Trevor? Philadelphia. Wow, he did pick Philly. Okay, he did. Cool. All right. Chicago and the Rams, Sunday night. Uh, I'm back to not picking Trubisky. Jared Goff's not much better, but Trubisky is just just terrible. A lot of Bears fans, and they'll go home sad on the West Coast. I'll take the Rams. I'm not real confident by it, but I'll I'll take the Rams. Uh, Mom, who do you have? Rams. Uncle Trevor? Rams. All right, Uncle Trevor, KC, and the Chargers, Monday night, Mexico City. Uh, uh, hmm. I guess Kansas City. Mom? KC. And make it a clean sweep. Woo, we did it, guys. A little couple minutes late, but we did it. Uh, that will end the show. Uh, if you're looking for Throwback Thursday, come back next week when we have more time. Uh, we, we didn't get to a couple other games, KC and the Chargers and uh, Cardinals and 49ers, so time didn't permit. But uh, we got to talk about the three biggest games and the Thursday night game. show will be up tomorrow afternoon. Find it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at Always100Pod. Next week, Mom, you and I are enemies next week. Cowboys at the New England Patriots Sunday at 425. That should be a well of a game. I'm excited for it. Can't wait to talk about it. Also next week, Seattle and the Philadelphia Eagles and the Green Bay Packers in San Fran. Flex to Sunday night football. Those are three of the biggest games on the slate. We can't wait to talk about it. And one last thing. Happy birthday, Grammy. We love you. We love you and we miss you every day. Hope you're resting easy up there. Uh, this this one's for you. We love you. Come back again next week, guys. Always 100 Podcast. For Quinn, Mona, and Trevor, we'll see you next week.